Good afternoon. Ow! It's Thursday and we're on chapter 13. Oh my goodness me. Well, the Secrets of an Adventure is beginning to get very exciting. So chapter 13 is called A Coat to Match the Cat. And if you remember from yesterday, they were going to meet back at the circus field at 10 o'clock in the morning. So, here goes. At 10 o'clock, all the Secret Seven were in the circus field. They decided to go and see Trinculo the acrobat again as an excuse for being there. But he was nowhere to be found. He's gone off to the town, said one of the other acrobats. What did you want him for? Oh, just to ask him if we can mess around a bit, said Jack. You know, have a squint at the animals and so on. Carry on, said the acrobat. And went off to his caravan, turning cartwheels all the way. <laughs> the children watched him in admiration. How do they turn themselves over and over their hands and feet like that, asked Pam, just exactly like wheels turning round and round. Have a shot at it, said George with a grin, but when Pam tried to fling herself over on her hand, she crumpled up at once and lay stretched out on the ground laughing. A small circus girl came by and laughed at Pam. Then she immediately cartwheeled round the field, turning over and over on her hands and feet, just as cleverly as the acrobat. Oh, look at that, said George enviously. Even the kids can do it. Oh, we shall have to practice at home. They went to look at this little bear, who, however, was fast asleep. Then they wandered cautiously over to the clothesline. The socks were gone. Aha! Now perhaps someone was wearing them. Whoever it was would be the thief. The children strolled around the field again, looking at the ankles of every man they saw. But to their great annoyance, all they could see were bare ankles. Nobody seemed to wear any socks at all. How maddening. Louis came up to the lion's cage and unlocked it. He went inside and began to do the usual cleaning. He took no notice of the lions at all and they took no notice of him. Janet thought it must be marvellous to go and sweep all around the feet of lions and not mind at all. He had his dirty flannel trousers rolled up to his knees. His legs were quite bare. On his feet were dirty old rubber shoes. The children watched him for a little while and then turned to go. Another man came up as they left and they glanced casually down at his ankles to see what kind of socks he wore, if any. <sighs> he was bare-legged too. Of course. But something caught Jack's eyes and he stopped 
and stared at the man intently. The fellow frowned. Anything wrong with me? he said, annoyed. Stare away! Oh, Jack turned to the others, his face red with excitement. He pushed them on a little until he was out of the man's hearing. Did, did, you, did you see that coat he was wearing? he asked. It's like that cap we found up in the tree, only not quite so filthy dirty. I'm sure it is. All seven of them turned to look round at the man, who was by now painting the outside of the lion's cage, making it look a little smarter than before. He'd taken off his coat and hung it on the handle of the lion's cage. How the seven longed to go and compare the cap with the coat. Have you got the cap with you? asked Pam in a whisper. Peter nodded and patted his coat pocket. He had all the clues with him, of course. Their chance suddenly came. The man was called away by someone yelling for him and went off, leaving his paint pot, brush and coat. Immediately the children went over to the coat. Right, pretend to be peering into the lion's cage while I compare the cap with the coat, said Peter in a low voice. They all began to look into the cage and talk about the lions, while Peter pulled the cap out of his pocket and quickly put it up against the coat. He replaced the cap at once. There was no doubt about it. The cap and the coat matched perfectly. Then was this fellow who was painting the lion's cage the thief? But how did it happen that he had thrown his cap high up in a tree? Why did he leave it behind? It just didn't make sense. The man came back whistling. He stooped down to pick up his paintbrush and Colin got a splendid view of the top of his head. He gazed at it. Then all the children moved off in a body, longing to ask Peter about the cap. Once they were out of hearing, he nodded to them. Yes, he said, they match. That fellow may be the thief then. We'll have to watch him. No good said Colin unexpectedly. I just caught sight of the top of his head. He's got black hair, but no round bear patch at the crown, like the man who had sat below me in that tree. He is not the thief. Oh no! How disappointing. Oh, another clue that's... led nowhere. Oh, maybe tomorrow we will find another um, another clue or oh, uh, one of the clues leads to somewhere else. Oh my goodness me, how disappointing. Well, join me again tomorrow for Chapter 14.
Christine. <laughs> anyway, um, you make sure that you take care and stay safe. Okay. See you again tomorrow. Bye for now.